Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 ah, There you go. Every time this screws up. in the studio. They can it put a man on the moon and they can't meet the microphone. Of the stream. As promised, I am Mike the Intern. This is Jay uh, Stevens. Well, somewhere over here and I am. We Yes, we're doing it. In the studio for our 100th episode of Dark Side of the Stream. As you can see, I do not shave anything at all. But you got tattoos too, so it's That's a blend. true. That's true. That's true. You got a fun Jay. Jay's clean as a whistle. Look at that thing. Well, I have to be you smooth. Eat off. You get heat off that smooth. thing. They do. They do. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you can actually watch us do this naked online. Uh, That's Facebook price or 1047thecave.com right or our YouTube channel. Either way, it's all there. Anyway, for the 100th episode, it was Jay's pick, and he picked the documentary on Disney Plus called Light and Magic. Yeah. Good so you want, you want to tell, tell me why? Why'd you pick it? Well, Star Wars was probably, if, like, if I had to pick one film that was like the summed up my childhood i think the star wars series of films you know i had every doll every so were you like eight or nine when it came out 77 yeah i think i was eight uh, seven or eight yeah Yeah. seven or eight i was like right in the waited in line for two hours with dad in uh hollywood at the theater did you go to the chinese uh i think we went to the chinese theater and i know for sure went to another i I mean i went several times do you remember because i I, i've been down there many times but i've actually never seen a movie in the the chinese theater is do you remember anything about that place? No, I know I saw aliens there as well. Really? Came out. Oh my yeah. god, you were young. I mean, we used to go there a lot. That was my dad worked up in Hollywood, so it was, you know, that was like the theater on. Yeah, that was yeah, like the, the it was a place. The, there was a couple places to go, and that was one of them. Yeah. I went several times to see this. I mean, Ron Howard at one point for hours. He, he was, you know, obviously he had already done American Graffiti, you know, so he was a star, and he. He said that they went to see it at the Chinese theater and then they got out and he looked at his girl and said, went you want to go in. back? And yeah. got back in the two hour yeah, line and waited dude. again and went and saw it. Same thing. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a movie. Um, so, yeah, uh, it is uh, Light and Magic, the documentary about um, industrial light and magic uh, created by uh, George Lucas and a bunch of crazy, crazy, awesome um, Hippies, engineers, really. yeah. designers, artists, artists. Uh, you name it um you did it but basically what the reason why he did that was because he wanted to make the space opera and really at the time in movie making um special effects wasn't really a thing anymore it had been in the 60s but then film kind of started to get away from it um so there were a lot of guys that were in this industry that were just strictly working for you know commercials they would make animations for you know laundry detergent or whatever and um Lucas was like, I'm going to need to create I need something a guy. I need a guy. Yeah, yeah. I need to create a company essentially to do what I need to be done in this film because it doesn't exist. I can't hire anybody. So we have to build it. And it was word of mouth. Like, hey, yeah. I, know, I know a guy down in Venice. Let me go down there that and talk was, to him. That and... was the cool thing. And they say totally it many times. Cool. Just um, a networking scene. The, the guy who pretty much started it with Lucas, John Dykstra, I think that's what they yeah. call him. Yeah. He Lucas said himself, because what you what you really need to do is find that one guy that kind of knows everybody. And then he just brings everybody with him. And that's essentially what they did with John is because he was he was essentially the the one that was corralling this madness. Gosh, yeah. But he did. Like you said, he knew everybody It was like, you know, we need to build a miniature and they'd be like, I got a guy. I got a guy. That and then that clay, guy yeah. would be like, you know, we need to help with uh, with Matt Payton. Oh, I got a guy. I got. I know the guy. And and so that on and on and on and so on and on. So bad. And that, that, that the best quote was like, they they were too they they were they were, they weren't smart enough to know their limitations. Like, 
They would just they're figure like, out we the can't problem. do it. Well, let's figure out how to do it. Like yeah. instead of going, no, no, that can't be done. They're like, I don't know if it can be done, but we'll try. And yeah. those guys did it, man. Yeah, and and they did it, but it didn't come easily. In in and what I mean by that is they had already spent the one of the early on. Well, first of all, before we go down there, the one thing that I thought was really cool at the beginning of this documentary was all the childhood home movies these kids had done when they were growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, they film all projects, were like little filmmakers. Like little, yeah, and these kids were using like little miniature cameras and stuff. And you think about now when you see these idiot TikTok dudes that are like, you know, just talking over videos or, right, or just right. like filming fights or whatever. And it's, there's really no creativity. Oh, these guys these kids were so creative with what they were doing. And you figure combining all of them, you know, each guy that did something like that, he probably learned a little something that maybe this guy had a little something else. So when you combine them all, basically built ilm and it's it it's still to this day day. it just it just amazing amazing company we'll continue the story of light and magic naked dark side of the stream next on 104.7 the cave mike the intern in the studio this morning with jay stevens we don't have any clothes on and this is dark side of the stream episode 100 we made it to 100. Yeah, incredible. So, the cen- yeah. centennial, is that what that is? Yeah. We should have made it warmer in here. It's Thanks. cold. cold <laughs> Jay's, Jay's getting a little rock hard over there, uh, Nips, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I got my hat on, so I got a little bit more yeah, in this yeah, beard. Um, and a lot of body hair. So, um, Chewbacca. We, we, yeah, that's right. We are discussing Light and Magic documentary about industrial light and magic on Disney+. Plus. A great story. Um, this wasn't the first documentary that's ever been done about this company, but as far as this one goes, it's Ron Howard. It's Brian Gray. Yeah, it's done they, right. When I saw those names, access. I knew it was going to be done yeah, right. And, and they did. They had access to everything. And so you you kind of hear the story about how this company was created out of necessity to make Star Wars. Um, they wrap it. And this, this, this was so telling to me because George Lucas, I guess in his mind, at one point he says, after it's over, he goes, oh, I only got 25% of what I actually wanted on film. Yeah, yeah. And that's after, like, these dudes worked on, like, it's it's an incredible, so crazy project in the first thing. Because when when he started the special effects, he knew he needed it. They start doing their thing in Venice, Ven- Ven- And then he flies to London to do all the principal shots with the actors and, yeah. the, and the blue screen. Comes and all back. Let's see what you got, guys. He's gone for months and they shoot all this stuff. All the money's gone. Where, where all we these got? dudes have been doing this. They have a $2 million budget. He comes back. He's like, show me what you got. Two shots. Yeah, One of the Death terrible. Star shooting, shooting a, a cannon and the, the uh, pod drop out. Uh, when C-3PO and R2 uh, get out of the uh, the Rebel uh, spaceship and they go down. Could to you the, imagine? <laughs> and Lucas is like, you spent a million dollars on this. Now, granted, and they had a great explanation. It was yeah. like, look, we had to build yes. everything. Yes. We had to build the cameras. We had figure to figure out the, how we were going to shoot yeah, it. Yeah. We had to we had to understand some things like we were creating. And they were, they were going so far as like when machining their own parts yeah dude they would go they and, and like the invention of super glue was a huge thing for them yeah. they would buy hundreds and hundreds and hundreds Models. of model box sets so they could use like yeah. little tiny thing it's so imaginative but it it worked and to me i i do you i have i have the uh, first three original on vhs the untouched right. final copy that you can get on vhs because i love them so much yeah, yeah. there's something about the the homegrownness of that well, too and then when it came to empire it was like that was 
next level like okay they knew what they were doing a little bit more and they pushed the boundaries even more yeah and got and kind of fine and and again you know some of the people got left out of that and i think like lucas hyper focused on what the people he knew that would bust their butt on making sure they got what they wanted but it's so crazy like what how imaginative lucas was but then again from the perspective of these guys where you, you hear stories about like Paul McCartney not being able to read or write music, right? So he would just yeah. explain to people, yeah, yeah. well, this is what it sounds like and this is what I wanted to do. And then that person had to figure out, okay, this is their vision. Same thing with these dudes because Lucas, I guess, couldn't really draw. He would just explain in his mind what it was he was and looking for. And he had for. such a vision of, for this thing, like to, to get that out from your, your head to here. Like, I mean, the Star Wars thing is, yeah, granted, it's just like a classic hero's journey, but it's it was next level, man. All with space swords and all this, and like, what's this guy trying to do, man? Well, you know? it, it, it's it's the it's the story of mythology, but a, a mythology that exists either in the future or in the distant past, which whatever. But um, again, I'll go back to what he said about twenty five percent of what he wanted was on film. When he said that, I was like, oh my god! It was even then from yeah. the seventies. He was just waiting for digital to get to a point where he could go back and do exactly what he wanted to do. And in my opinion, ruin the films with those touches digitally. Yeah, I'd leave well enough alone and just move on, make a new movie. There was a reason Paul McCartney doesn't go back and change. Recut. Change Pro Tools. Pro Tools, all the early albums. Now, now granted, when they did the remaster on certain things, they sometimes artists will change little tiny things. But that you're you're messing with history and and really as an artist they you know they always say like an artist's work is never done they just get to a point where they can't do it anymore and they just say okay it's out there you know what i mean and i think lucas's biggest mess step was just not just not being able to let it go yeah just realize hey time make a new movie make something yeah speaking of which we'll talk uh some of the other great movies that industrial light and magic made as we continue our naked edition 100th episode dark side of the stream next on 104.7 the cave 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens in the studio. We don't have clothes on. It's Dark Side of the Stream, episode 100. Jay's pick this week, Light and Magic, the story of uh, Industrial Light and Magic, um, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, special effects companies ever created. Um, So the next, uh, again... They became the go-to guys. They were, for everything. I mean, there's a part where they're going through and they just start showing you all the movies. I mean, they... Anybody that needed special effects, these are the guys. Created Pixar... Sold yep, it to Steve Jobs came out of there. necessity came out of there, for yep. digital animation because the guys were running that wanted to do cartoon film because they could see what they could do with it. Lucas was like, eh, I don't want to yeah. do cartoons. So they sold it to Steve Jobs and look what Pixar did. That's just a little part of what Industrial Light Magic was. But this was a, one of my favorite parts of this. So Lucas is insane. And he obviously, I think he does have some either manic depressant or just straight up depression issues because he works this hard. He's under the gun. He's like, we're mixing Star Wars literally up until the day before release, right? He's like, and it's just like all this pressure, all this pressure, all this money, blah, 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 blah. It's a huge success. What does he do? He doesn't want to be in LA when it comes out. He leaves. Oh, yep. They go to Hawaii, him and Spielberg, right? They're buddies from film school. And he's hanging fil- out on yeah, the beach. Hanging on the beach. And um, they're, you know, talking about, well, what do you want to do next? And Spielberg says, you know, I've been dying to get Broccoli to let me do a James Bond movie. Because all these dudes are film nuts. And everyone, if you're especially a film guy, early Bond is so good. And uh, Spielberg's like, yeah, I just really want to do a Bond movie. And George Lucas is like, I got something better. I got something better than that. 
but he set terms he's like if you're gonna do this i want you for three films hit maker um you know all this stuff <laughs> and and basically it, it it became indiana jones and uh raiders of the lost ark now that in itself is one of my favorite movies of all time in addition to star wars yep, but like yep the creation of how they go into making the clouds, you know, oh, when they're no, opening up the art and that, and that water tank. Like, who makes this stuff up, dude? They I just don't know try how they came up with it. And then, the, like, hey, the I got scene, an idea. Let's try it. The ghost scene where yep. they're flying around and the face turns into a skull. Like, that stuff is so unbelievable. Incredible, man. Cool. And still, to this day, that scene when that when they open the arc and those those ghosts start flying around is still one of my favorite ghost projections. The way they made it, it's incredible. Of all time. Watch it just to see how they did that is worth it's watching. It's so this good. Documentary. It's so good. Now after all that stuff, they get into the whole digital thing, and it's just like that's when I started. I know at one point I was like, "There's no way Jay understands." Yeah, it got <laughs> any deep. of this stuff. Yeah, but it's it it it, it takes it's away from it, you know. And then these guys that were spent all their life making this craft and art form they were kind of like left out in the cold like but dinosaurs. they got they hit a wall with what they could do yep. and they knew that when they did when yep. they did return of the jedi they knew that was probably going to be the last time they ever did any kind of like stop motion stuff or anything yep. because they were like we hit a wall with how far we could go with it at the same time computers and digital starting to become the thing and we, we had to run with it yeah because you got to make it better we'll discuss our reviews next dark side of the stream on 104.7 the cave 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream, episode 100. 100. We did it naked, but we also wanted to say a big thank you to you for allowing us to do this 100 yeah. times, which for literally- getting, For not getting us fired yet. We're though. not- Today, well, yeah. it's subject to change after the day's some of the, episode. Some of the stuff that we've done, some of the stuff that we've talked about, you know, it's just like one of those things where uh, we kind of feel like, yeah, maybe we're pushing this. Sometimes we push some boundaries, I think. But yeah, at but the end of the day, we try to be honest reviews. Yeah, we try to be as honest as we possibly can. So uh, with the hundred, uh, Jay picked uh, Light and Magic, the discussion of um, uh, industrial uh, industrial light and, magic. light and magic, and how many super glue? Bottles? How many super glue bottles am I going to give it? I had to give it a solid four. Yeah, I think time. four is fair. Yeah, big it, time. Yeah. Because it was really good. Yeah, the last few, last episode, uh, could it give or take it, but it was just amazing watching the footage that they've had of these guys doing what they did and the ragtag bunch they were. Just like good. I said, it was just finding guys that were good at what they yep. did. And a lot of them were like, I'll, I'll do it for free. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, just they like, just want to hang out. They want to hang out. That tells you a lot about these guys and, and, what, and what it was that they loved doing. Because when you have people like that, that are just, they would do it for, like I always say about this job. Oh. If I won the lottery, if I won that Mega Millions, I'd have been worked the next day. You would have never yeah. known. Never known. You would have known mine. I would, <laughs> I would never see Jay again. You would have known for sure. <laughs> um, There'd so, be signs now. What are we watching next? Uh, it's my pick. Um, the 101 One. episode. I'm going to make you watch a documentary about Amy Winehouse called Amy. It's on HBO Max. Oh, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, as a big soul head myself, I think yeah, she like, was she's an good. incredible, yeah, she's good. She's good. incredible talent that we lost way too early she's extremely troubled but because of her and her band there's a lot of bands now that i love that really started with the group that she had playing for her oh, nice. when she started right. so we'll, well get into that good insight get then. a little uh get a little knowledge about cool. amy winehouse i know we don't play it on the cave but uh you know it's great music in my opinion so you're gonna learn it and you're gonna love it as always you download these as podcasts on our 104.7 the cave app on our website you can watch us live every week youtube facebook at 9 a.m on thursday i'm mike the intern this is jay stevens 
reminding you we watch, watch movies so you don't so have, have to. to it's a naked dark side of the stream on 104.7 we don't have we don't have fancy special effects i'll do a, i'll do a fade to black 